Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about misery loves company. So what exactly does that mean? To me, what I think it means is that People who are negative and who are unhappy with themselves, they always try to bring other people with them and to bring them down too because they feel safer in numbers. And here's what I think that this message really has to do with what's going on in the world right now. As you know, we're all going through this worldwide pandemic And all we see on the news are stories that spread panic and fear. When they first started talking about the coronavirus and that people, I think what started it, and I don't know this for sure, but this is what I thought started this whole thing. People said, oh my gosh, toilet paper comes from China. We're not going to be able to get toilet paper. And people went out in droves. I saw a video on Facebook just today of a woman who was taking cases and cases of toilet paper and screaming at other people like, you know, we're bending for ourselves and make America great again and all of this stuff. And I, my heart sank because I just thought, oh my gosh, you know, that's horrible. And I luckily know that that is not the majority of the people out here. I've also seen just as many stories that are uplifting of it was a 21-year-old guy who was in a store, and the woman in front of him, an elderly lady, said, I couldn't find any bread. They didn't have any. And he spoke up and said, here, I have bread. Take my bread and anything else you need out of here because I'll be okay. And so there are a lot of heartwarming stories, too. But my point is this. We are being shown the worst of the worst out there. When you turn on the news media, they're telling you how many people died and how you need to stay in your homes, and it's instilling fear and panic and anxiety. And what I'm here to tell you is it can only work if we buy into the fear and the panic and the anxiety. We don't have to do that. We can remove ourselves from that formula. And when we don't see that and we stop buying into it, we feel at peace. At least this is how I'm choosing to deal with this whole thing because it could be so easy to turn on the TV and be like, oh my gosh, look, we're in trouble. This is going to happen. But the truth is there's not anything you can do about it except do your part of staying at home and taking care of yourself. That's all we can do right now. So to buy into the fear and the panic isn't going to help you. And I say that misery loves company because think about it. I want you to think back to a couple of examples here. I want you to think back to any time you've ever been on an airplane, if you've ever flown. You know when turbulence hits? Well, I've been on several flights where this has happened because I've flown a lot. I've flown internationally and I've flown, you know, just within the United States And I've taken the big, huge planes, and I've taken those little bitty puddle jumpers. And I can tell you that when you're on the big plane, you don't feel the turbulence as much as you do when you're on those little bitty puddle jumpers. But if you were on a plane and you started having turbulence, imagine what would happen if 
like 10 people in the front started to get panicked. And then the people around them heard them getting panicked. So then now the middle of the plane starts to get panicked. And then the people in the back start to hear the front people and the middle people start to get panicked. Well, what happens? It spreads like wildfire, right? Everyone starts to panic. So you could choose to do that. But imagine the same scenario and you hit some turbulence and the flight attendants come on and say, you know what? It's okay. This is normal. This happens. We're going to be fine. We're just going to fly out of it. It'll just be a few minutes. And everyone's calmed and like, oh, okay, yeah, that's normal. You see the difference? If in the first scenario, the flight attendant got on and said, uh, guys, brace yourselves because it's going to be rough. That wouldn't calm you down. That would make it worse. And you'd think, oh my gosh, we're going to crash. What's happening? And it would scare you. And you've seen those scenarios where when you hit turbulence, you look around and all of the people are like white knuckled holding on to the armrest because they're so panicked that something's going to happen. And I can tell you personally, I've been in those situations where I sat next to my mom on the plane and she hates to fly anyway. So when turbulence hits, she starts going, oh my gosh, what's happening? This, And I can literally feel her anxiety and it is contagious. It makes me anxious. I'm like, I don't want to be sitting by you because you're making this worse. And then I've also been on planes where I sit by someone else. Like if I sit by my brother and we're on a flight and something like that happens, he looks at me and like makes big eyes and then starts laughing. He's like, oh, this might be a little rough. But it's totally a different scenario. With my mom, it's like, I want to start panicking too because I can feel her panic. And then that spreads to other people. And then with my brother, we're just kind of laughing like, oh, we'll get through this. And so it's a totally different scenario. In fact, we were flying home from Europe this summer and we were on one of those little bitty puddle jumpers. We were sitting in the very back of the plane and we hit one of those it was just a drop in altitude, but it was a pretty big one. And my daughter let out this blood curdling scream. And it could have caused the entire plane to panic. But my sister, who was sitting in the front of the plane, turns around and goes, is that Allie? And everyone who was on the plane was with us because we pretty much took up the whole plane. And I said, yes. And then we all started laughing. So instead of it being a panic moment, we turned it into a funny moment and a memory because we all just started laughing at it. We're like, oh my gosh, that it's her scream scared us more than the drop in the altitude. And we all thought it was hysterical, but it could have done the opposite. She could have screamed and then we all could have been like, oh my gosh, and started to panic. It's all in how you choose to react to what's going on around you. You can either be a part of the panicked situation, or you can say, you know what, this is not bad. You know, we're going to get through this. If I had let my mom's anxiety really get to me, and if I had started becoming super anxious and upset and worried, I probably would have affected the person sitting on the other side of me. And then it would have been like dominoes. So you can see how how you react to the situation going on around you absolutely affects the environment. And all it takes is for one person to start upsetting everyone. You've all been there, I'm sure. We used to have meetings. We used to have PLC meetings. And one teacher would change the entire atmosphere of the room until, until we started standing up to that teacher. 
because at first we would be in there and we would just have our meeting and then she would just be crabby and she would just start making smart remarks and making everyone uncomfortable. And then everyone else would be kind of quiet for the rest of the meeting and it was horrible and it was very tense. But we started saying, you know, we met by ourselves at lunch and we're like, you know what, we don't have to put up with that. This is our meeting too and we're not going to have a toxic environment. It's not going to be like that. So then the next time we're in the meeting and she started to say things, we started saying things back to change back the mood. Like, no, you're not going to take over this meeting and your attitude is not going to like crap all over this meeting and it's not going to be negative because we're not going to allow it. And that's all it takes is for you to take yourself out of the situation, to not be a part of it. And I think that when one person decides, hey, you know what, we don't have to be panicked here. That spreads too. Other people say, yeah, why do we have to be panicked? I'm, I'm a true believer that some people just absolutely love drama. I don't know why, because for me personally, I cannot stand it. I want everything to be peaceful and calm. Yet, guess what? I've always attracted people who aren't like that into my life because those are lessons for me of how to take myself out of those situations because I don't want drama. I don't want it. Like, you go over there with your drama. I want a peaceful life. I don't want to feel anxious and nervous and upset. Like, I don't want that. And I don't think that any of you want that either. But when we turn on the news during these times, it's very obvious that the news media sells fear. We have to stay informed, but we don't have to keep our eyes glued all the time. We can check in every now and then, get the information we need, and then check out. Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to be on a high alert 24-7. It's exhausting. And it's also very, very dangerous for people to be walking around like that all the time. And we've seen it. We've seen people going out stockpiling things they don't even need, which takes it away from the people who need it simply because they're so anxious and they're so fearful. We don't need to be on high alert all the time. I know that it's a difficult situation and we've never been in a situation, at least I haven't, in my 42 years, I don't remember anything like this. The worst are like the snow days that they predict and then everyone goes and buys out the shelves. But we don't have to be living in a state of fear all of the time. It's not a fun place to be. It drains you completely of your energy. I want you to think about this too. Have any of you ever gone to summer camp? I went to summer camp whenever I was at like nine or 10 and I was so excited to go. It was my sister and my best friend. We were all going to our church camp together. We all got to room in the same room. They called it a bunk, but it was really more like a hotel room. And it was full of bunk beds. And I remember the girl who was sleeping under me She was homesick from day one. She cried herself to sleep every night. And she made things kind of miserable for the rest of us because she just cried. None of us could go to sleep because she was crying so hard at night. She whined and complained all day. And finally, you know, our camp counselor is like, look, 
you got to stop, okay? You're not here that long. You're ruining this for the rest of us because your attitude is, you know, kind of tearing all of us down. It's weighing on us. And it, it was. It was emotionally draining to see her sad. and She wasn't even trying to have fun. She wouldn't do any of the activities. And she just wanted to stay in the cabin all day in the air conditioning and just like sit. I don't know. I don't know what kind of life that is, but it was not fun. And it was becoming not fun for the rest of us. And had we all bought into her attitude, it could have ruined the whole camping trip. But our counselor took charge and she said, no, you know what? We're going to go and have fun. And if you want to sit here and not have fun, that's your choice. But the rest of us, we're going to go out and enjoy this. We're going to have as much fun as we can. We're not here for that long. This is going to be a fun experience. And honestly, towards the end of our camping trip, that little girl's attitude started to change and she started to have fun. It was seriously like the day we were getting ready to go home is when she finally decided to start having fun. So she wasted most of her trip on useless emotions, worry and anxiety and all of that. That doesn't do anything for you. She missed out on a lot of fun because she decided instead to stay in her cabin and cry. And I felt bad for her. Even now, when I think back to that, I feel bad because she'll never get that time back. And her parents wasted all of that money sending her for her to not have fun until the very last day. And I'm thankful for our counselor because one person's negative attitude, like she tried to, you know, bring us down with her. She tried to get us in on her pity party and, you know, she wanted us to be sad and miserable with her. And our counselor said, no, you know, we're not going to do that. If you choose to be sad, that's your choice. But the rest of us, we're going to go and have fun. You know, we came here to do things and to have fun and to have experiences and to make new friends. We're not going to do that if we're in here sitting here being miserable. And even at night when we were trying to sleep, you know, she'd say, listen, you know, you really need to get it together because none of us are sleeping because you're crying and we all feel bad and not in a mean way, but just trying to explain to her, you're going to bring down the morale of everyone instead of you trying to be on our level, which was, hey, let's go out and have fun. Let's try something new. Let's do something we've never done before. And it could be very easy to let someone else pull you into their drama and to also be pulled into all of this panic and fear of what's going on around us. It could be super easy. That's why misery loves company because people who are miserable don't want to be alone. They want to drag you into their misery. But have you ever seen a video of matches burning? There's a really cool and poignant video out there. And it's a book of matches. But one of the matches is removed. And they light the book and the matches just start going ablaze and lighting up one by one, by one, one after the other, kind of like dominoes, until it gets to the missing match. And then the flame just dies out. So my point is, if you choose to take yourself out of the drama... Like if people start talking to you about all the negativity that's going on, like, oh my gosh, can you believe, can you this? 
and you just say, you know what, I'd really, I'd really rather not talk about the bad stuff. Change the subject. Be like, have you seen the cute videos on Facebook of the puppies? You know, change the subject to something good. Bring up a positive story that you read. This is one of those times where I've had to go through social media and clean up my accounts because I don't want to see the people who are constantly posting negative stuff. I don't want to see it. It's not helpful. I just go hide or delete. If there are people you don't mind deleting, delete them. If there are people that you know you can't delete them as friends, just hide their stories because there's so many people posting horrible things that are not going to help us get through this. And then there are people that I'm so thankful for because they're posting amazing things, cute things, funny things, anything to distract us, and that's what we need to do. Or these feel-good stories of, you know what? Even though there are selfish, rude people out there who are fending for themselves and acting like this is the apocalypse and they're only going to be they're going to be the only ones left surviving, which if that were true, why would you want to be the only people left on earth? I mean, really? What? Why? But they're acting like they have to only fend for themselves and they are just being awful. But then there are people who are bringing light and hope back into the world. Those people who are saying, you know what? I have everything I need. Take anything out of my cart that you need. Those are the things that are inspiring me and giving me hope. And those are the people I know they're bringing light into the world just by being kind and doing what they're doing. And I would encourage you not to lose hope in this time, not to get sucked into the fear and the panic and the worry and the anxiety. We're going to get through this and we're going to be okay. We are. This is not the end of the world. Every time I channel messages from God, what I get is fear not. Trust in God in all ways. Lean not on your own understanding. This too shall pass. We can get through this. And I honestly believe this is happening for a reason. We are being asked to raise the vibration of the whole planet. And we're seeing now, yes, there are people who are awful. We're seeing people's true colors. But we're seeing more people who are being awesome who are helping others, who are reaching out. A girl on my Facebook page, I'm going to call her out, Megan, because she's so awesome. She and her family went and bought groceries for 20 elderly families in the neighborhood, and they went and delivered the groceries to them. That's amazing. I'm going to give a shout out to all of the lunch people who, even though schools are closed, are going to school every day and making lunches for kids. And it doesn't even matter if the kids got free lunch when they were in school. Every kid in our district gets a free lunch, which is so nice and so amazing. And a shout out to all of the janitors who are cleaning and disinfecting the whole school while the students are not there just to keep them safe. And all of the healthcare workers who are putting their own lives at risk 
to help people with short supplies, long hours, and they're doing amazing jobs. All of the people who still have to work through all of this, all of the teachers who've been asked to teach online when they've never had to do that before, everyone's coming together. There are so many stories and examples of amazing people and things happening all around us. I don't know about you, but I choose to look at the positive in every situation. It's hard to do when bad things are happening around you, but you absolutely can still control how you feel. When a negative thought comes in, when a panicky thought comes in, take a deep breath. Think to yourself, this too shall pass. This is only temporary. Yes, it may last for a little while, but it's going to pass. We're going to get through this and we're going to be even better than before because we're going to come together as an entire nation. We're going to pull together as an entire planet. I know there are people who listen to me who live outside the United States. We're going to come together as an entire planet and we're going to help one another And I have been sending prayer daily and positive vibes for healing for the whole planet. And I know there are a lot of groups of people who have been too. And it really gives me hope. It gives me hope. We can get through this. We're not being asked too much. We're just being asked to sit inside, to stay away from people, which as a social people, that can be difficult to do. But other generations have been asked to do a lot more have had to live through wars and bombings and devastation, we can get through this. And we will get through this. And we will be better than ever before. So do your part. Limit the news that you watch so that you aren't overwhelming yourself. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. Get plenty of sleep. Get some exercise because being in the house can really cause you to go stir crazy. The weather's... It's snowing here today and it's March, but by Wednesday it's going to be 60 degrees because, hey, yeah, Midwest, Mother Nature's bipolar. But Wednesday I plan on getting out and going for a walk. We can still go for walks. When the weather gets nicer, I'm going to grill outside. There are a lot of things I can do to help ease through this. And you can do energy clearings. Whatever it is that you need to do to help keep you balanced and emotionally sane We all need to help each other. We need to be there for one another and take care of ourselves and take care of the whole collective. We There are things we can do. We can pray for one another. We can send positive vibes. Post all the positive stories you see. If you see something funny, positive, post it. We need more of that. We need more of that on social media. And if there's anything that I can do for you, please don't hesitate to reach out please don't hesitate. I love hearing from you. And I want to thank you to those of you who do reach out and let me know, you know, thank you for doing that. For those of you who say, Hey, I really enjoyed that episode. Or can you do this episode or your episodes are getting too redundant? Please reach out to me. I appreciate your feedback. I really do. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you. So the card I pulled for you today is from the divine whispers deck which is my deck, and it is I Surrender. 
It's time to surrender the outcome of a particular situation. When you let go of control and realize that the universe has your back, you will experience immense peace. You can't control how or when things show up because it will happen in divine timing. So forget the how for now. When we try to control how and when things show up, we are allowing fear to step in. Fear often makes a mess of things. Simply breathe, relax, and trust in the awesome power of the universe. You are in good hands. There are a few daily mantras that go with this card. The first one is, I am divinely guided and protected. The second one is, the universe is working behind the scenes on my behalf. And the third one is, everything is working out perfectly for me. I love that. And for me, this really talks about what's going on right now. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know the when we can come back out into public or the how or the why. We just have to surrender control and know that everything is working out perfectly. We are being divinely guided and protected, and we just need to have faith in that. So take care of yourselves. Take care of others. If you are out there still working, especially if you are in the healthcare field, I'm praying for you. Please take care of yourself. You cannot heal others if you are completely exhausted and emotionally drained, and I know that's tough, but take time out for yourself and um, take care of yourself if you're working. I know the grocery store workers too and the chains I I own oh my gosh just we are so grateful for everyone who's working during this time thank you take care of yourselves be good to yourselves I love you all again if there's any way that I can help you or be of service to you please don't hesitate to reach out I want to invite you to follow me on social media I do card readings Mondays um, I go live on Facebook at 530 Central. I am going to do a pick a card, a pick a pile reading this Monday. So I'm going to be doing another pile of cards. So that should be fun. So if you join me on the live, I will pick cards for people who are there live with me. And if you watch the replay, I will select a few of the replay people who let me know they were there on the replay to also pick a few cards for. So don't forget to join me. It is so much fun. It's always fun and it's informative and we have some great messages. So be there. Also on Instagram, I post videos. So check out my Instagram account. And as always, please subscribe, follow, share, like, leave reviews for my podcast. That is the best way that you can compliment me is by referring me to others. So thank you to those of you who already do that. And for those of you who've left reviews, thank you, thank you. I do go and check those, so thank you. You can still purchase my book, Beautifully Broken. If you're working from home, you may have extra time to read now. So check that out. It's available on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and Goodreads. Also, if you'd like to work with me right now, I'm offering a 20-minute energy clearing. So I will do Reiki for you and clear your energy chakras for only $15. It's a great deal. I know that during this time, we all feel anxious and drained and we feel upset. Well, this is a really good way to balance your energy back. So if you're feeling anxiety, try a Reiki session. It's such a great deal. For $15, I normally charge $50 for an hour session. You can just get a taste and see what is Reiki all about and what is it like and what can it do for me. So check that out. You can purchase them on my website at melissaoatman.com. And when you're ready to schedule, just contact me and we will set up your session.
All sessions with me are done online through Zoom, so you can do them from the privacy of your own home. All right, guys. Well, I love you so much. I hope that you will have a beautiful day. I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.